Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Things I Know show. My name is Juan Cardenas, and I'm your host. In this show, we bring the community together one story at a time. I just want to say, first of all, thank you for listening to this podcast. It has been actually a few months since we posted our last episode in which uh, we discussed a recap of what happened in 2019. 2020 has been pretty crazy. So there's a lot of things that have been going on. A lot of things that actually prevented me from even recording a podcast because I was I'm I was and I'm still am in the middle of a lot of different things going on here in San Diego, uh, specifically San Diego, but obviously around the world. If you have been listening and seeing the news, uh, you can tell that there is a lot of things happening and it slowly started picking up since February 15th. It's been nonstop one mandate after another, one situation after another, one death after another. Um, people being diagnosed with this new pandemic, uh, this new virus, right, that's going on. And uh, it actually is a scary thing for a lot of business owners. Um, I've been trying to help business owners for over five years now. And it's been interesting to see the reactions from a lot of business owners that I know that didn't listen to the advice that we were giving and those that do not take you know advice seriously because again most of the time people don't think that something like this could happen or you don't imagine it and none of us actually planned for it 2020 we all thought well we're going to be riding into the sunset now with this gorgeous economy that we have going 2019 you know we're going to be Uh, conquering uh, all the woes that happened in 2019. We're going to be going into 2020 and making a very, very productive year for everyone. And from the very beginning, uh, it started to be a scary situation. As you know, we've had conflict with other nations that almost, you know, threaten a war. Uh, that happened early in January. After that, we had uh, the fires in Australia. That situation was uh, scary for a lot of families, and a lot of them are barely trying to recover from that. Um, tsunamis, there's been fires, uh, like I mentioned. There's been uh, earthquakes in Puerto Rico, for example. There was a huge earthquake. There's been so many different things going on, and on top of that, we started hearing news about the coronavirus. Um, for me, initially, it was almost like an amazing uh, opportunity to see how quickly people can go from having no hospital to uh, a, a really huge hospital that can, that can house hundreds of people uh, within a few days over there in China. So that was like the initial thing that I noticed in the news, like everybody was super amazed at how in China, you know, you can go from having uh, no, like a, just a piece of land to like a hospital setting for patients. But that was like the feat of architecture and advanced technology and pretty much a whole bunch of people working together. But little did we know that There's a lot of things going on 
behind the scenes and a lot of things going on that people didn't know that will affect that would affect the whole world and practically make everything go into a standstill for a lot of people. So my business is a business development here in San Diego. So, you know, we speak with business owners about systems and got to discuss with them and try to figure out where they are and where they want to go. And then we try to set up um, a plan, a strategic plan to help them either connect to the right people or do the, the have the right processes in place or, you know, speak with the right um, marketing agency or speak with the right uh, designer or speak with the right person that can help them get to their goal. So a lot of the times what we try to do is speak with the business owners in a way that they don't feel dumb about do, not knowing how to do certain things. Um, it's very important, right? But the problem that we usually encounter, especially with business owners that are learning or they are too proud, I would say. Pride is the biggest problem that I encounter in speaking with business owners. They have a lot of pride. Uh, they're happy with the business that they've created and they don't see why they need to change where they are or the things that they've been doing because, again, they're successful or because they feel that they don't need it. They have enough clientele. Um, some people are just happy where they are, which is fine. So a lot of the people that I engage or I speak with to, they don't necessarily need help to get bigger. They just need help getting more efficient in what they're doing. Um, other ones, they do want to get bigger. They do want to grow their business. So um, we try to figure out ways that they can actually increase either their brand or their sales or their um, the amount of staff they have or making sure that they are, you know, staying sane throughout the whole growth process. So those are the different things that we can help them with. But right now, we're dealing with a situation where there's essential businesses and then there's non-essential businesses or what we peop- or what most people consider non-essential businesses. And a lot of those business owners have had to close their doors. Uh, they've had to send their staff home. And then now you have no clients coming to you because nobody knows what you can do outside of the people that you thought um, were going to be supporting you this whole time. Um, That's where we're at right now with a lot of businesses. I'm finding that there is a lot of business owners that are realizing now the importance of building a social media footprint. Building a footprint that is going to allow people to still know that they are open or the services that they they can still provide or the services that they are limited to in this coronavirus uh, pandemic or their hours of operations or the things that they can do um, to still stay connected with their clients. You know, just because you're closed doesn't mean that you can't still communicate with your clients. Um, This podcast, for example, me speaking to you guys uh, my, the listeners, 
letting them know that, yeah, there's a lot of different options that they're going to be uh, available for you. But at the same time, keeping in mind that we're going to go step by step. We're going to try to give a few podcasts, a few tips just from my experience, just from the things that I'm seeing that we've had to do, that we've had to scramble um, to make. Because, again, some people are just not ready. They were not prepared. And then at the same time, to top it all off, not only were they not prepared, but now financially, without any income coming in, it is a very scary situation for a lot of you. And I understand it's a scary situation for myself. I've lost some clients. I actually uh, lost one of my main clients, mainly because uh, it's a combination of things, Uh, the fear, the pride, and at the same time, for me, um, the ability to now, now know whether or not I can help someone, you know, you can only help the people who want to be helped. And there's, there's limits to that. Uh, when someone decides that um, they don't want to be helped anymore, then now I am in a position where I can walk away from that client and say, well, you know what? Thank you for the opportunity. And I must and, and I, I have to move on to a different project or leave myself available for other projects that um, I couldn't do because I was focused on this particular task. Um, and yeah, that's that's ha- that has happened. Uh, it's, it's it's a scary situation for me because obviously financially, I have to provide still for my children. I'm a single dad, so I have to pay. You know, you have to pay child support. That doesn't stop. They don't care, uh, coronavirus or not. You still have to pay. It comes out of your bank account every every month if you're responsible, obviously. And um, the rent as well for me. I live in a place where, um, you know, the the people depend on also me paying the rent for them to be able to survive as well. So it's an interesting situation where you have to make sure that you're doing everything you need to do and have all your eggs aligned, you know, all your ducks aligned, all your eggs in, in, in different little baskets and making sure that, you know, everything is situated and again, creating systems for myself to be able to engage the community like I normally do, but at the same time, be able to survive in this situation as well. Focusing on the clients that do want to work with me still, and then letting go of the ones that that don't. At the same time, understanding that there are some people that want to work with me, but they just can't afford it at this moment. So that's the different things that are going on. And I'm pretty sure similar situations are going on throughout uh, the world and actually to you as a listener there might be a job that you're you were doing that is no longer available so what are your options right what things can you do Uh, at the same time if you're a business owner because most of the time business owners are are listening you know there's a there's a scary situation for you your staff uh, your, your family there's a lot of business owners that own homes that have mortgages that have um Leases on cars, leases on different things. You still have to pay for your insurance. You still have to pay for your rent. You still have to pay for uh, unemployment insurance. You have to pay for everything, the produce, if you're still staying open, the, the things that you're going to have to do, the, the 
the employees that you still have working, the safety measures that you have to take, so many things that I'm pretty sure that you are also feeling a little bit frustrated, a little bit overwhelmed, a lot of stress. But let me tell you, we are in a very positive mindset and a positive 2020 if you really think about the technology, the resources, the opportunities that are available for us. There's so many good things going on as well. Not only are we finding out who our real clients are, not only are we finding out who the real customers are, not only are you finding out who the real employees are, but also you're finding out what your real strengths are in this situation, who your family really is, who your friends really are. Everything is it's being allowed to bloom, whether it's positive or negative. And you, if you're observant, you'll be able to see and come out on the other side of this a lot better, I hope. Again, we are open. We are available to help anyone who has questions. We have teams in place at different and different uh, professionals that are available to help um, tax professionals, especially if you want to get your stimulus check. Uh, one of the things that we saw on the IRS.gov um, page was that you needed to file uh, your 2019 taxes. So that way you have um, they have you on record uh, as far as 2019 and they're giving priority to 2019 and I think they're going they'll go backwards from there but if you haven't filed your 2019 taxes then you may want to do that as well so there's tax professionals that are ready uh, ready and waiting to help you at the same time taxes obviously important for this not only for that but as well the stimulus check uh, SBA uh, is hopefully going to be funding a lot of the payment protection program loans. Um, there's a lot of business owners that unfortunately did not get the funds that they need to be able to operate in this situation. Um, if you are a business that relies on steady income um, and you haven't saved, then obviously the PPP loan is going to be something that you were looking forward to. And if you see in the news, obviously, there's a lot of companies that are worth millions of dollars that got the loans way ahead of you. There's a lot of them that are returning this money. But the fact that they took the money or they even applied to begin with shows just how prepared they are and how unprepared our program was for this type of scenario, right? So I don't blame negatively the people, the companies that applied for these loans. Actually, um, I hope that we can learn from those companies and see what systems they had in place that allowed them to just kind of move ahead of the line so fast. I mean, everybody submitted their applications or were waiting to submit their applications at about the same time. But how did these companies get way ahead of the line? Well, something that we definitely have to look to uh, into and figure out how we can get a lot of the smaller businesses to kind of prepare themselves for any possible situation in the future. 
At the same time, you got to think about the business structure, the amount of franchises and the amount of businesses that are still waiting for this loan. Uh, 1.8 million businesses were funded on the first round. And there's still like 20 million, 20 plus million waiting. That's going to be that's going to be interesting to see what happens in this next few months. Um, I know that President Trump has been giving daily updates or almost weekly, very for sure, weekly updates on the on the situation. Um, there's a lot of things going on uh, behind the scenes that we still don't know. But one of the things uh, that is certain and that is uh, 100% guaranteed is that we're probably going to lose anywhere from 10 to 15% of the businesses that are currently, uh, that we're currently operating. And yeah, based on the numbers, we're probably going to lose anywhere from 10 to 15% of the current businesses, uh, which is super sad. I mean, let's say there was, you know, a hundred businesses, 10%, that's 10 businesses that are closed. Now multiply that times the millions that are, are uh, operating. That's a lot of businesses, a lot of dreams, a lot of sadness going on still that is going to be affecting not only 2020, but 2021. And well, hopefully we can use this time to prepare. Hopefully we are not one of the businesses that this happens to, but what are our options, right? What is the options that we have? At the moment, options, number one, evaluate your business. Evaluate your business. Where are you standing at the moment? How financially stable is your business? How long do you have if there is no other income besides the current income that you're getting? Will you need to close? If so, is there anyone that is looking to purchase your business? Or is there anything that you can sell the business or anyone that you can sell the business to before it becomes something that you can't even sell? Those are things that you have to just talk through by yourself. You don't have to discuss it with everyone. You can just sit down, think about it, listen to what you're doing, listen to your books, uh, to your CPA, I mean, look at the different things that you have going and evaluate how long you have, how long do you actually have as a business at this moment with the current funding that you have. Number two, if you are able to sustain yourself for this next few months, what are the things that you can change? What are the things that you can do to save money? Obviously, a lot of businesses, including the ones that uh, I work with, our main one are the restaurants. We have uh, there's five restaurants total in the in the um, in the family that that I I speak with, and uh, the main one that I help. Um, we've cut down the hours of everyone. Except we have uh, one cook, one front of house, and the owner. Same thing goes on in the different restaurants as well. The other restaurants, you have the, the, the chef, 
one one person that's going to be in the front and uh, of the house answering the calls answering the takeout orders and then at the same time maybe one or two prep cooks and maybe uh, in this particular case these are italian restaurants so there's a pizza uh, station and there's somebody there um i think there's three four four yeah I would say four out of the five restaurants have uh, the owner themselves can make the pizza. So they save money that way. But it's been very stressful to see the different change, the things that you have to you know, look at. Um, so in this particular case, for example, we're talking a restaurant. So a restaurant, they had to cut down the hours Two, look at the menu and see what items on the menu that are the most cost effective for you to operate your business um, move those up the line and then the ones that are less more um, they, they do a, they require a lot more preparation or the things that um, currently are more expensive um, to to source uh, those things you have to kind of put on the back burner you have to let people know unfortunately at this moment there's certain items that are not available Um, but we do have all these other items available for you um, if you want to dine with us. All right, that's, that's two. Make sure you look and evaluate as well what things that you can do to cut costs. Um, three, make sure that you update, that you post regularly, that you do everything you can to be on social media. Right now, everybody's at home. Everybody's sitting down, looking at their phone, looking at their TV, In between breaks, they're looking at their phone, in the bathroom, and their bedrooms, everywhere they are, even if they're just going outside, everybody's on their phone looking through social media. Right now, Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, TikTok, you name it. Everybody is on those platforms looking at ways to be distracted and at the same time looking for fun things to see and Why not? To see your ad, to see your announcement, to see your post about the business and letting people know and remind them that you're open. So that's one of the things that we have been doing for the restaurants. I personally uh, have been posting about the owner. Uh, I've been posting about the menu items. I've been posting about the sales, the specials that we have. Uh, buy one pizza, get one pizza half off. Uh, this week, we're going to have a family special where you buy three, get wine. So you buy three meals uh, from either an entree, a large pizza, or um, one of the pasta dishes. Uh, either, you know, you buy three of each or a combination of the three. And you get a bottle of wine, one of the featured wines that we have. So... Those, those are the different things that you can do and you announce it across the board. So you, the uh, restaurant is in Oceanside, this, this particular one. So then I make sure that the uh, once the post goes live, that we share it across the different groups, that we uh, make sure that we have ads running across Oceanside, Carlsbad, which is a nearby city, um, up to Del, even, even, you know, Del Mar, um, Vista, uh, 
those are the different cities around Oceanside uh, that people can see the ad. And you know what? When they're looking for places to eat, they may look at the ad or they may look at the announcement that we made and then they'll decide, you know what, let's give that place a try. Now, in a city as big as Oceanside, where there is a restaurant almost every other corner, it is a difficult situation for anyone who is not on social media or anywhere because how are people going to know that you're open? You know, it's tough. So the fact that, you know, we're taking the time to uh, uh, make sure that we uh, do the social media post daily, almost every day, there has to be something, maybe up to three or four times a day if you can. That is something that needs to happen because otherwise nobody knows, nobody's going to go to your place. Sure, there are places and there are locations that automatically have um, customers, clients, um, but not all of them do. Some of them are really, really suffering because either they didn't take the time to prepare, they don't have any social media presence, and at the same time, they are not willing to learn either. So hopefully you're not one of those things, one of those persons, right? Uh, So that's three Get your word out there. Let people know that you're open. Let people know that you are ready to help them either, you know, be fed if you're a restaurant, um, services, car, automobile um, mechanics are are open. Obviously, they can definitely practice uh, social distancing. They can only, you know, depending on how many cars they have in the shop or how many um, mechanics are available, you know, each mechanic can be at least six feet apart from each other, helping, you know, maintain those cars. Obviously, we want to thank every single first responder out there. They are doing the job that a lot of people take for granted when it's not a situation like this. So I want to just say thank you to all of them. And a lot of restaurants are giving, you know, discounts to first responders um, as a thank you as well. But remember, everyone, three things, three simple things. Evaluate your finances evaluate the costs and the things that you can do too, right? Uh, to make sure that you save money. And three, get your word out there. Let people know that you're open. Let the people know that you're there. Let the people know that you are part of the community and that you are asking for their help. So those are the things that we have been advising restaurant owners, business owners um, across San Diego, you know, people that are reaching out Uh, right now for uh, shout outs on our other platform, Real Community. Um, We're giving free shout outs at the moment, uh, letting people know uh, that, you know, the businesses are open. Anything that you can do as an individual to kind of help prevent the virus from spreading is another thing that we hope that you're doing. Um, There's a lot of a lot of things going on in this in this situation, people are really getting frustrated now. It's been it's been over a month, and uh, I can understand that people are getting cabin fever, getting frustrated. They start getting angry at everything. But I hope that everybody can come out on the other side of this in a positive manner. So, yeah, I wanted to make sure I recorded something for you guys today. I'm hoping to actually be able to record at least one 
um, one more every week because, um, yeah, we're going to go through different points. Like I already discussed, there's so many things that you, we have to do. Um, there's so many things that a lot of business owners are doing right now that are reaching out to me. And then I have to kind of, you know, go over with them the things that the st- and the steps that they can do uh, that I think would be beneficial for you guys as well. So we're going to we're going to go ahead and do that as well. Um, for now, I just wanted to reach out and talk to you guys and let you guys know we're all in this together. You know, um, the story that we're bringing for you is one of hope that we can definitely move through this, um, get out on the other side, think positive. Um, yeah, we're in a very good spot. 2020, we have a lot of technology available for us. So let's modify our mindsets to take advantage of that. And um, yeah, if you took the time to listen to this, I just want to say thank you for listening. And um, we hope that you are staying safe. And thank you again for listening to the Things I Know show. This has been Juan Cardenas, your host. And I hope you have a great rest of your day. Thanks again for listening.